0: Welcome to the Tideline Talks podcast, where we discuss all things related to sports medicine, health, and wellness. We dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way that's easy to understand. It's hosted by yours truly, Dr. Michael Slafani, founder of Tideline Sports Performance and Rehabilitation. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Tideline Talks podcast with your co-host, myself, Brandon Christ. I'm the office manager here and performance coach. On this episode, we have a a new series that we're doing. Uh, So we've got a panel interview today with uh, Jordan and Alexis. They have both been on the podcast previously. They're both really good friends, powerlifters, coaches, leaders in the community. So I wanted to have them on uh, for another chat to, uh, you know, just see what they're up to, their dynamic, and then talk about, you know, lifestyle, training, nutrition, all that stuff. So, uh, welcome back to the podcast again, Alexis. She was on episode 35 and 49. Why don't you give everyone a real brief history of who you are real quick?
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, Alexis Wells. Um, I'm a nurse full-time and then powerlifter the other full-time. Um, so... <laughs> I work three days a week and then train four days a week. Uh, I started powerlifting in 2016, 2017, um, and have been doing that ever since. Um, I don't know. What and else do I want to know? Yeah, now we're here.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, that's uh, no, that's really good. And cool. uh, Again, epi- uh, Alexis was on episode 35 that is where she goes into a lot of like her history and how she got to where she is. Episode 49, uh, was with me um, where we were just kind of chatting more about like lifestyle, you know, how she built the life that she has all that stuff, how she's working two full-time jobs technically right as a power lifter, a nurse and uh, a coach. And then we have Jordan back on the podcast with Alexis. He was on uh, the podcast that actually released today on November 8th, episode 52. Uh, so welcome back, Jordan. Why don't you give everyone a quick, uh, history of who you are and we'll get to it
2: i'll just copy how she did it i'm a full-time gym owner full-time personal trainer i guess you'd say full-time online coach they're not the same thing i guess full-time power lifter um full-time other stuff too so yeah yeah, that's me
0: yeah no guys and that's um that's why we're doing this, too, is because, uh, you know, Jordan and Alexis are both really hard workers, and they give 100% effort in a lot of different areas of life. Um, I do the same with Tideline and with my bodybuilding, my dogs, you know, all that stuff. So it'll be a real cool discussion today uh, with everybody. And uh, you guys have been friends for a while. How would you guys meet? Why don't we, uh, you know, chat about that? How'd that come about?
1: I was I was actually trying to think about that, like, before coming here.
2: Battle of the Bay, right. Two thousand.
0: 18 i believe
1: 2018 yeah okay
0: Powerlifting me mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: you think it was 2018 um it was a holiday inn it was the uh, uh the holiday inn and one. i ran into you guys in the elevator okay yes yeah which, you and nick
1: which uh, no <laughs> no, <and> else, <laughs> no. <laughs> so actually <laughs> i'll just go
2: into it because i was gonna make a joke about it. her ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. um charlie he's a good friend of mine i knew them like online we all trained under trevor jaffe at the right. time mm-hmm. and Charlie, like I've seen him, I don't think I've ever seen him in a person yet, but his face was like very sucked in because he was doing a huge weight cut at the right. time, right? To like 181 pounds. And I remember walking on the elevator and like meeting them and said to uh, my now ex, because she was there, I was like, wow, he's going to have a rough meat, isn't he? Like, you know, I, didn't, I didn't ask him, she doesn't know anything about it, but I was yeah. like, you can see his face, he's had a really hard weight cut. Yeah. Don't know if he had a rough meat or not. I don't remember, but.
1: Uh, I mean, the whole thing, that was the whole. No, that was 2019. Oh, that was 2019. Yeah, 2018 okay. Okay. was another one. Oh! Oh! Well then, yeah! Yeah! Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So we <laughs> well, met twenty eighteen in an elevator hotel. Yep.
1: that was when I cut to one thirty two.
2: Yeah, I don't know, just like a hundred pounds ago, but <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> I was gonna say
2: you definitely, yeah, you're you're
1: definitely not. You're so. gonna yeah, wait. I was ago. like
2: two forty seven, two forty eight at the time.
1: Yeah, you were fatty.
2: Yeah, and I was gonna cut to two forty two, so I had this whole plan of doing like the hot bath, mm-hmm. and then my room had no enclosed bath like it was a big jacuzzi for some reason and the bathroom was very big so like there's no sweat box mm-hmm. so i said "Fuck it and didn't do it if i did do it i think i would want best lifter by like one looks point over joe corsi
1: oh wow yeah yeah
0: if you had dropped more weight
2: yeah if yep. i if i just cut the weight i plan on doing gotcha yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. I remember I that remember. now. So, yeah, that was 2018. Yeah, because we had the big awards
0: outside afterwards
1: and yeah. all the food was there and you stuff. You know they had a hot tub there.
0: And where was that at? It out? was outside, man. <laughs> it was nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> you still
1: sweating. It wasn't that hot. <laughs> um, what? Where was it? Tampa. Obviously Clearwater. Florida, Florida. Indian Rocks Beach. Yeah, that's it. Indian Rocks
0: Beach. Okay, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you guys met 2018. Mm-hmm. First time you saw Alexis was in the uh, elevator at, at the elevator. hotel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. You yeah. are yeah. 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 just like, we're friends now. Yep. yeah so how'd yeah. that happen how'd the relationship between you two develop because you guys have a really awesome dynamic i mean i see you guys mm-hmm. go back and forth on instagram a lot like during the hurricane you were down at jordan's gym like immediately helping him out with that um so you guys obviously have a really good friendship so yeah. how'd yeah. that develop and
2: so like after instagram i saw her on tinder <laughs> <laughs> no of
1: course <laughs> <laughs> i have never once had a tinder
3: tinder plenty of fish tints. maybe <laughs>
1: but (laughs) we're past that um yeah yeah. i would say after that um because we were all trevor's athletes we would start training together yeah um because after that point in time we would make the trips down to miami Mm -hmm. and start training together and then i found out that he couldn't do like single leg lunges and stuff like that and i would make fun of him for it Mm -hmm. because he can go and squat like 800 pounds but he can't walk on one leg, so um, you know, I watched his lunges. 500, yeah, squat walking lunches. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like, <laughs> just
2: back to the weird memory it was a Friday night, we all had trouble getting to barbell benders because of the traffic, yeah. And then we went to that Mexican restaurant afterwards, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. was it Chili's? No, that's no, a Mexican, Mexican restaurant, restaurant. it's not Chili's,
3: it's
2: Apple. Chili's.
1: Applebee's. <laughs> no, I think a legit <laughs> he has a much restaurant. better memory than I
2: do. <laughs> yeah. So, we all went a- as a group, and it was like you leo megan von yeah because megan was doing the weighted lunges i was like well, let me try that and i couldn't do it right that's how i right. discovered it yeah
0: again and this is when you guys uh you said you drove down to miami mm-hmm. to train because you guys yeah, were, were all part that of the same powerlifting right? team is that kind of what i'm pretty saying? much we basically just yeah. had
2: like a place we'd like to go and train together at because we all lived like different areas of the state mm-hmm. like she was in cape coral at the time i the northport trevor was Coral Gables-ish? Yeah, down south. People from Port St. Lucie were coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leo from Key West. So yeah, we used to meet up there
0: every weekend, pretty much.
2: Yeah, pretty much every weekend.
1: And everybody was in prep for... Battle of, Battle
0: of the Bay 2019. Yeah. That's cool. So you guys met in at the Battle of the Bay in 2018, mm-hmm. became friends, trained for mm-hmm. for it uh with your other group of friends who were all training for powerlifting mm-hmm. for 2019. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um and then now it's 2022. So I guess uh like when COVID happened, like what was going on what was the dynamic between you two there? Like, cause I don't even think uh, Alexis, we talked about what happened with uh COVID cause you know, 2019 you did the battle of the bay. Right. And then that goes right. into 2020 with well, all that.
1: Well, even, even before then. So like 2019, um, yeah, you heard from Chicago being at my house getting ready for fit. the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have, so I was in Cape Coral by myself. There's nowhere to train powerlifting there really. Yeah. And I don't really think there still is mm-hmm. at all. Um, so, going to Jordan, he was the next nearest powerlifting friend that I had. Yeah. Um, and I needed somebody to wrap my knees. I didn't want to keep driving down to Trevor, who was three hours away when I could drive forty five minutes. I was to still North working Port, right? I was still working night shift at the time too. So like my sleep yeah, we was we already just train mad. at the house all the time. Yeah, we would just train at his house and him he was he's <laughs> You had been in powerlifting for 10 plus years, and he's like, I don't know how to wrap knees. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to learn yeah. <laughs> because I need the help. So I, I forced his hand, um, and he wrapped my knees for that entire prep. And I almost killed him only once. Twice. 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 Yeah. So that's that's good. Really fit. it it's positive. And yeah. the second time is
2: when we're at my house in that video. That was video, my last. Saying, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It
1: was my last heavy squat before the meet. Yeah. <laughs> It was a like, disappointment yeah it was like a little bit over, over my opener mm-hmm. <laughs> I just dumped it over my head <laughs>
0: yeah. that's too funny yeah you know, I get
3: tired
1: to so.
0: poke on something real quick you mm-hmm. said you were working night shift yeah and I remember on our uh, podcast a large part of what we talked about and like what you're proud of what I'm proud of for you and mm-hmm. then also just like what makes people successful and you successful is that um, you were like I don't like what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I want to build a life that I enjoy. And so you've uh, figured out a way to work three days a week, not night shift, not overtime, and still do all of your powerlifting. So, when did that transition happen? Like, um, you were working night shift and prepping for a competition when you first met Jordan. How did you, like, what happened in your mind to get you to transfer from that to where you are now?
1: Well, that was uh, actually thanks to another friend of mine, Ian, at the time, um, who was a big, Proponent of like sleep. So, and he would tell me about all this stuff and show me all these studies. And he's like, You're only sleeping like four hours a day. Mm -hmm. Your recovery is awful. Like, you can switch to day shift and you'll still be able to like cover your bills. And like, we talked through it. And I was like, All right, I'm going to take the plunge, you know. And that's when I started, um, I started in float pool nursing. So I would travel to all four different hospitals. Mm -hmm. So that way, instead of taking a pay cut from night shift to days, I went into float pool. So my pay was essentially the same. Same. I didn't have to worry about that anymore. Um, So really it was just moving from a place where I was comfortable and just taking that risk and adapting to the change. Um, And then once I saw that sleeping eight hours a night helped helped yeah. <laughs> i was like i'm never gonna work night shift again there's no reason to do that
0: no that's really so, cool and um like what i like is like how i i think part of it too is like you're working night shift because you don't really know any better so yeah. to speak right and mm-hmm. then your friend was like hey you don't like have to work night shift yeah and then that idea in your brain was like well i, I well i actually don't like yeah. so how do i make this happen right
3: exactly
0: and that's a lot of uh like that's where a lot of people never get to, right? And like mm-hmm. that's kinda makes me sad about the world and that's why I wanna do what we're doing here with the podcast, is because like nobody ever really has those thoughts mm-hmm. of like, well, it doesn't actually have to be this way. Everyone's no. just so content with just going with the way things are, even if they're miserable, they're just like, Oh, this is just the way things are it's like right. fuck, no, it's not. You can and change it
2: as a scapegoat for everything wrong in their life too. Right. Yeah. And right. they fucking exactly. choose it.
3: Yeah.
0: Like
2: yeah. Right. Like, you know, that's exactly like everyone what, has, that's what we're here for. Everyone
1: yeah. has the opportunity to change. Um, you, you just have to do it. You actually you know? have to do it, mm-hmm.
0: 100%. And that's um share, share a little bit about um, myself at one point. Um, me and the girl that I'm with today, um, we've been together for about seven years. Been very uh, tumultuous because um, we've been going through a lot of stuff uh, growing up. We both come from families that... Um, love us but aren't necessarily the best and so we kind of escaped that together mm-hmm. and when we did that um we had no money so i was living in a place it was like 500 a month for rent oh, damn. i was almost evicted is that a box yeah no, that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah it was this place in a uh, waynesboro <laughs> oh, yeah. virginia um okay. It was a house that was converted to apartments during the Great Depression. So it was like 105 years old. And I'm living in this like one little place that was converted into an apartment. So it wasn't even really supposed to it had no heat and air conditioning. Um, Almost got evicted. I was working at GNC as a uh, store manager. Mm -hmm. And then that's when because I'd gotten out of training for a little bit, um, just going through a lot of shit in my life. And then I got a job as a general manager at Soldier Vit, which was in Northern Virginia. Um, mm-hmm. It was about three hours away. And the rent was 1800 a month Ooh. in Northern Virginia. Yeah. And I was making, I was paying $500 a month in Waynesboro. And, you know, I sat down uh, with Ashley and I'm just like, we've got to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, we're miserable here. Shit isn't working. Like, I'm going to be evicted at $500 a month rent. Way it is here. Mm-hmm. If things work out the way I think they will, we should be fine. And so we made that plunge, and yep. the first two months were hard. Like I was eating ramen and canned chicken breast to like yeah. just to eat and get like mix it with peanut butter to get fats in. Well,
1: that's basically Nick's diet. He eats ramen and chicken every day.
0: Right? Yeah.
3: There's
1: nothing wrong with that either.
0: You know, and then you fast forward to where we are now. You know, with me living in Florida, and it's just crazy. The way things go when you decide to just take that plunge and make that change you know and it's not something that's easy um at all at least for me and i bet it wasn't easy for you to make that change too because it's a whole bunch of unknown factors like Mm -hmm. will i still be able to pay bills am i going to make enough money like what's life going to look like i'm not working nights and changes your whole schedule yeah um have you gone through something similar like that jordan i know you probably have in your life
1: right yeah, you I don't did. Really, have I? Yeah, you yeah, did. Because <laughs> remember when you got laid off? Yeah, I do. And you're um, like forced into the position of, well, I guess I'm going to open this gym now.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Like you were preparing for it, but you weren't prepared for it to happen like that. Yeah,
2: I, mean, I don't know. Like I think my personality is when shit like that happens, I like very short term panic, and then I just say, "Well,
1: there's a solution." Yeah, there's yeah. a
2: solution, and like you can't wait for the perfect plan. You kind of just got to roll the dice, mm-hmm. and then every day just adapt to what comes I mean yeah yeah. especially when it comes to like money like there's so many ways to make money now like when I opened the gym uh, I was like Ubering and door dashing and shit like that like every fucking night all the time
1: all the time he was like dude look at (laughs) I took this trip look at how much money this was and I'm like dude you need to go to sleep that's the shit shit
0: we're talking
3: (laughs) about but it's
2: like it's like I said it's short term like if you're behind in finances or you need to accomplish something get it whatever the case is just those little things this world like gives to you or not doesn't give to you but presents the opportunity Mm -hmm. you can take advantage of it like I always go back to like the DoorDash and Uber stuff but when I'd be still working at the gym and have a two-hour break I would just turn my DoorDash on and wait for like the local Chili's to give me something because it was right down the street and then just go deliver it and then go back to the gym in that 30 minute break I'd make a quick like 12 bucks or something. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a lot. When you do that 15 times per
0: week. No, it adds up. It adds up
2: to your grocery... Well, not your grocery bill anymore, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Well,
0: it's the mindset too, mm-hmm. right? It's like your mindset is there's an abundance of money and I'll be fine and I'll be able to make the amount of money that I need. Yeah. And then opportunities open up because you're open to those opportunities mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you're sitting down and you're like, well, shit, I got 45 minutes. Why don't I go Uber yeah. real quick? Make like right cash. now,
2: like, I just got the truck. So there's my gas mileage isn't as good. So I can't really do that and be like come out as far ahead far ahead as I was. Right. So like now there's Instacart where they have a shop only option. And I was thinking about this the other day. I can just hang out at Publix all day, grocery shop for people and put it in the cooler there. And then you make the same amount of money you don't have to drive anymore. Yeah. Like I don't right, know, I have sure. to do it, but I'm thinking to myself, well, if I need to make an extra hundred bucks today for the to pay the painter or whatever mm-hmm. I'm doing right now, like I'm just do it that way. But,
0: no i i want you to keep sharing that stuff because like that yeah. stuff that i i have no clue about you and like i'm not assuming in any way that like you're rich and you have money and like you can build a gym and stuff but i think a lot of people in the world assume those things about people like us and yeah
1: like that it just came easy yeah and it's oh like jordan no. just always has the money to open a
0: gym and it's like no he has the money to open a gym because he fucking works his ass off right yeah. and he thinks outside the box and he doesn't accept no for an answer
2: right yeah pretty much like mm-hmm. it yeah it takes some money and stuff but like it also takes the work ethic to keep trying to earn it. Like, like no matter what it is, like sources of income, like I was getting shit off of people's lawns and selling a Facebook marketplace, like 10, 15 bucks a pop and just Mm -hmm. put it away in a different account. Like it takes nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But like you do that 20 times, you got a new piece of equipment for the gym. Yeah, it makes Mm
0: -hmm. sense. So basically like yard sales, so to speak, like Mm -hmm. just going to people's places, taking shit for free. I was at my house
2: working out with everyone during COVID and my neighbor puts out a uh, computer chair as I watch this. I take it, roll it up, take a picture of it. It's gone an hour for like yeah. 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. You might have been there. I don't know.
1: No, I remember when you were doing that yeah. stuff. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, like that's part of how I funded the gym. Yeah, Just a lot of jobs like that.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. And that's how it's got to get done. And, um, you know, that's something as I get older that I'm really realizing about my life too, is that like, no matter how hard things get or what direction I want to go in, everything's ended up working out just fine. Mm -hmm. And really the only determining factor for that is that I haven't quit or, or just given up. Like, yeah, there's been times where I've literally been, you know, and I'll just, say this, not to like sound like shit, but you know, minutes from taking my life cause I'm uh, bipolar and I have uh, Asperger's. So it gets to be a lot for me sometimes. And yeah. I just don't quit. I keep moving forward and you know, I've stumbled, I fucked up a lot, but you learn from all of those mistakes. Okay. Um, what's some things in your guys' lives that you've learned from just some hard <laughs> things that have happened to you? Maybe that you like didn't even overcome just like anything that has been a roadblock that helped you to kind of push past where you learned something about yourself
1: um i would i always go back to the time where um i wanted to start travel nursing well it wasn't even that i didn't even want to start travel nursing i was still float pool um at the place i was working at in Cape coral And I just didn't want to be a homeowner anymore. I didn't want to live in my house alone. I wanted to go somewhere else. I just didn't want to be there anymore. So I was like, I went to my mom and I went to my uncle. I'm like, I don't want this house anymore. They're like, why don't you just sell it? And I'm like, well, I don't want to sell it. I still want the house. I want it to make money. So then we turned it into this VRBO. Um, So now it's a vacation house. So the house is paying for itself. Now I don't have to be a homeowner anymore, really. Um, you own
0: it but it's an investment right exactly so
1: now so now it's just an investment property and then that gave me the freedom to be like well now i don't have any ties here i can go wherever i want be a travel nurse Mm -hmm. um and then i met nick and (laughs) i was like well shit i might i might have to stay here a little bit longer but where did you go where where i went to tennessee yeah
2: no before that didn't you go somewhere else to uh tampa
1: i just went yeah i went up yeah no i didn't go anywhere because i met nick like right after that whole catastrophic life crisis moment um yeah so i went up and i did a travel contract actually here in bradenton but i was living with jenna in tampa um my friend and you know we were training partners for a time and then i was driving down here to bradenton and i met nick at the um, old grind fit and then we hit it off and we dated for a couple months and i was like hey I'm still going to take this travel nurse contract because this was for me. This was my plan originally, um, and I don't want to miss this opportunity. Why don't you just come with me? Yeah, <laughs> so and that's
0: in another state. You yeah, see, right? yeah.
1: Yep. In Tennessee. So so I took the job in Tennessee, and I took him with me, and that's yeah. that's how that happened. That's kind of the, yeah. yeah. So it was a bunch of big. It it was a point in time in life for me where I didn't want to say no to any presented opportunities. You know, so I just said, yes, let's do it to a lot of things. And it gave me a different perspective. Um, It made me realize that there are so many opportunities that are presented to people. And most people just pass over them.
3: You're
0: 100% right. It's like a movie Yes Man.
2: Yes, that's exactly what I
1: thought of, you know, you know, and I actually like applied that. Um, and I said yes to a lot of things and, and my schedule was like really busy I was traveling to train all the time and I was going places with like Melissa um, you know I was just getting out there and doing all the things all the time and kept myself really busy um, and that presented a whole new set of opportunities as well mm-hmm. so um, it just helped me grow as a person in oh, general. that's awesome
0: that's the way things work right so mm-hmm. essentially you stopped the night shift thing. You started doing like your, uh, the floating nursing Mm -hmm. in the area. And then that's when things started to change for you where you were like, let me start saying yes to things. Mm -hmm. You uh, started renting out your home so you don't have to be a homeowner. And then you met Nick and then you're up in uh, Nashville, you said Mm -hmm. Nashville Nashville, doing nursing. And then uh, obviously you end up back here, but all of that happened because you decided to make changes. Right. And like, that's kind of uh, the cool thing is that it's really like a snowball effect. Once you decide to start to make a change, it just snowballs down and more opportunity presents itself that Mm -hmm. lines up with um, what you're trying to accomplish. So Mm -hmm. that's really awesome. What got you back down here? So you were in Tennessee when?
1: So we were in Tennessee for a year. Um, It was like right when COVID started. So what was that? twenty? 2020. March twenty 2020. twenty. March twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So we got up there And in Jordan April. was real sad. Yeah, Jordan was real. Because there was months. <laughs> <laughs> <For what? laughs> when I left for Tennessee.
2: You left after COVID.
1: No, that when was when I first started. Oh. So COVID it started hit. March twenty twenty. I left for Tennessee April twenty twenty. Okay. Because
2: before COVID, the weekend before COVID, that's the grind fit meet when we drink all the beer.
1: Yeah. And
2: pizza, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then you disappear. Yeah. Yep yeah that's what, so she drank all the beer ate all the pizza and then left him yeah yes that's it that's how it went <laughs> passion
1: week passion week yes Did they didn't make that anymore yes My
2: here dear? in Sarasota that's G what WF I thought was it was local but yeah. I don't
1: know what happened because COVID so uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> well, the things things died <laughs> COVID was wild Just <laughs> COVID like, was
0: I wild. can say that
3: <laughs> <man>.
0: <laughs> up in uh, Virginia I was still managing uh, the gym called Soldier Fit and uh-huh. um It was wild because it was like it was March and on the weekend I had an open house and it was like right when COVID was starting to ramp up and like the thoughts of shutdown and all that Mm -hmm. shit were starting to percolate and I was so proud of myself because I somehow squeaked out an open house with like 75 people in attendance and vendors (laughs) all over the place like the weekend before things shut down and then like that week on a Tuesday um, they shut us down and... It was yeah. a really hard time for me because uh, me and the owner of the company did not see eye to eye on um, how to move forward with the shutdown and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, we came out of it pretty successful. And What was really wild is um, just how many people were ready to work out once um, COVID ended because we opened the gym back up in May. It was May twenty sixth because it was my birthday, Mm. and uh, we were only allowed to do outdoor classes in Virginia in the beginning. Um, Luckily, we were boot camp facility, so we had a parking lot. So that worked out. But people also had to be ten feet apart, and so I had to. And not only did they have to be (laughs) ten feet apart, but they had to be in a ten foot box. That's what you just said. Like we're allowed to do that. No, no, that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm
2: saying. Like that's why why I was so pissed off. (laughs) Start that in your own garage. That's what I do. Yeah, (laughs)
3: exactly.
1: Most, most people, like when we went up to Tennessee because COVID had happened, so all the big gyms were, quote, unquote, closed. Um, but, you know, I knew Joe Corsi up there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, Joe, where are you guys training? Because we're not going to stop. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's, that's part of our lives. You know, we're not just going to not train. Um, so we ended up training at a friend of his had a garage gym, Because everybody was buying up equipment to build garage gyms at the time. (laughs) So he had a garage gym. And um, Nick and I would train there. And then eventually we um, got into Southside to where he was like, yeah, the gym is open. But it's not open. You know. So we got a membership there. Yeah, we were able to get a membership there. And then we were able to get in and train. So
0: disappointing you. (laughs) You didn't even follow the science.
2: I didn't even follow the science. science. No
1: science following at all.
0: It was really wild for me because it's like, I was literally, I, up there, I was like, I felt like I was the only sane person. Yeah. I, was, I essentially lived an entire year of my life being told I was wrong and that <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to be fired. Oh, like, listen to literally me. for a fucking year. As a
1: nurse, you That's know. That's why
0: I moved here because I was like, I can't, I'm like, I can't stand this shit.
1: Yeah. I, the reason
2: why all of our homes are a million dollars now.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I
2: contributed to it. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't have such a free state. I don't know. (laughs) But then again, now I'm here having a conversation open in the air with two like-minded people. So it's like this type of conversation, if you told me Mm -hmm. I would be here doing this in 2020 when the shutdown started, I'd tell you to fuck off. I'd be like, there's no fucking way. Like, I live in prison. There's no way we'd talk about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really
3: we cool. we get in trouble. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, for real. And what's really cool, too, is all three of us, COVID changed all of us, right? Yep. Like, we all... Um, we're in health, fitness, powerlifting, bodybuilding, whatever it was. Yeah. We all had our own thing during that time and it really changed us. You opened your gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a lot of personal development decided to move to Florida. You were up in Tennessee with mm-hmm. Nick. I guarantee you guys grew pretty close and learned a lot, you know, during that time too.
1: Yeah. We right? got engaged <laughs> yeah, and so, married. <laughs> yeah.
0: So there, and you yep. probably, you honestly probably did a lot of good training too, if you could, yeah. did you get good training in? Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: um going up going up to Tennessee and um going into Southside <clears throat> that that gym really grew um a lot between then and now too. Um because when we got there I was like, okay, you know, it's me, Nick and Joe, like we were the primary power lifters there, but I was like, you know, there's so much more potential for this gym to grow. Remember, you told me that. Yeah. yeah, there's so much more potential for this gym to grow. So I was like, you know what? You know, it was big enough to hold a meet there. So I was mm-hmm. like, hey, Luke, you know, why don't you think about holding a meet here? And then he did, and now it's an annual thing. Um, and then now they got the strongman guys in there, so the the environment is it's different from what it was. Like it's it's not bad different. It's just different. Um, but when I went up there most recently, I met a lot of new people and they're all really cool. Um, so the growth of that gym, um, was really cool to watch as well. So yeah, and that's Southside Strength in Nashville, Tennessee. If anybody goes there, that's where you should train. So were there any
0: times (laughs) that you guys weren't able to train during COVID? No, no. We always found a way.
1: No, of course, not.
0: Yeah, no, 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 yeah, me either. I actually got I got in trouble because I would go to the gym, uh, in the beginning by myself while it was closed because yeah. I had the key,
3: yeah. And
0: I just, <laughs> I'd go in and train by myself, and the owner was like, The fuck are you doing? Like, the gym's closed. I'm like, There's nobody here, bro. Yeah, I, I got the key, exactly. <laughs> Leave me alone.
1: And I think, even up, um, when COVID first started, I was here for a couple weeks still up in Tampa. Um, we had the gyms closed, and we would the owner had people sign up for time slots. Like, here's the time slot where you yeah, can train because there's a too. minimum of yeah. a couple people that can be in, at the gym at the same time. And that's how we handled it, for some reason. It was, <laughs> it was why I got
0: health inspectors called on me.
1: See, that the, was a big thing in the Northeast.
0: Because I didn't, uh, I refused yeah. to uh, enforce a mask mandate inside mm-hmm. my gym. And then uh, one of my disgruntled members um, called the, you know, health police on me yeah and they showed up and they were like you're not wearing any masks I'm like nope (laughs) he's like well you need to I'm like you're a health inspector you don't have any right to tell me what I need to do bro
3: right right
0: (laughs) it's so wild and um you know and then Jordan obviously you started showcase during that time right in your uh yeah in your garage and then uh, let's chat about that real quick too. Cause I know on the last podcast, we did an update with the hurricane, you know, how, how are things going now? I think you're pretty much close to being reopened, right?
2: Hopefully by Monday or Tuesday. So uh, last week the roof did not finish in time, but I believe it's done now. I hope it's done now. Mm-hmm. Uh, half the ceiling is done. Basically it's what Tuesday today. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping the paint job is done by like late Friday night. And if that's the case, I think we'll be open by
1: Monday.
0: That's super cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's a lot longer. of work. But yeah,
1: yeah. Like if if like maybe if this weekend you will just have to organize everybody to bring back equipment. Yes, <laughs> and that's something too. I was that's say. the tough part. You're getting sport. a lot of
3: you're getting a lot of new equipment too. I have it? all
2: well, I do. Yeah, but I have all my current equipment too. So the problem is, is I have to rely on everyone else to be able to make it, mm-hmm. which like I feel really bad about, but.
1: Which, everyone's pretty cool which i mean what it doesn't thing, have thing. to be an all-in-one weekend thing yes it does, <laughs> yes,
0: it does. And <laughs> have, have you guys not been here for the last 30 minutes
3: of our podcast <laughs> <laughs> who we are as people all or nothing. <laughs> yeah. exactly all or nothing. there's no it's one of those things with
2: everything has to be done for the equipment to come in or it becomes too much of a pain in the ass it's like hey we need to move thousands of pounds out
0: and then back in, out, and then back in. Yeah, or so, tarp it up. And, yeah, oh gosh, yeah, it's not and even wrist. tarping it up. It's just get it out the fucking door.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that stuff is big. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: No, that's cool. I definitely need to make a trip down to your gym once it's uh, all situated. I Hopefully was actually, Monday. I was, <laughs> I was actually supposed to go the, the weekend of the hurricane. I was planning on going down and then that freaking hurricane hit. Really? I was supposed to go to fucking Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <so> yeah. <laughs> And now we're here, um, that's cool, guys. So why um, why don't we transition into how do we maintain our healthy, you know, with quotes, healthy lifestyle <laughs> with as busy as we are, right? Because your so, dad, business owner, powerlifter, Alexis, your nurse, wife, powerlifter, coach, Jordan's yeah. a coach too. So how do we manage, you know, our training and nutrition schedules and now all?
2: that? Alexis, start with this because I'm hydration. I gotta pee. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Take your pee break.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so basically it, it comes down to routine. Um so like here's a primary example. This past weekend I was up at WPO, which is um big, big power powerlifting meet for my husband, Nick. Um yeah, so, it squatted
0: over eight hundred pounds.
1: Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. The potential for a thousand was the plan, but um You know, sometimes the day just doesn't go to plan. So, And he took 9.53 and it was really shaky. Actually, his squats in the back were really shaky too. I'm like, you need to just take three deep breaths before you go up to the bar and then do it. And his 8.81 moved just fine. His 9.53 was a little shaky on the way down, but he got it up and it was a grind. Terrifying, but he didn't get it because of depth. So almost a thousand pounds. Yeah, so That's wild. yeah, pretty wild. But yeah, so uh, given that I have weekends like this fairly frequently, and so does Jordan actually, um, where we fall out of routine and like, I didn't track my steps. I didn't track what I was eating. But just the fact that I generally know that I'm supposed to have a protein with every meal. I'm supposed to be drinking this much per day if I'm not peeing, like, every hour. (laughs) You know, I know I'm not hydrated enough. Um, I know if I'm sitting on my ass for too much of the day, you know, my hips will start hurting. Um, So my body tells me when I'm not doing enough. So like Yeah. So now now that I'm back home and back home means I'm back into routine. I wake up, I have my coffee, I feed Brutus, we go for a walk and then I'll go for a thirty minute walk and have breakfast and then do whatever else I need to for the day. That's just that's just my routine, you know. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, and I, I dig that too because it's like uh, when you can't be in your routine because you're busy, you've established such consistent habits over time that you essentially know how to manage yourself without being on a very like strict routine and yep. you know weas- measuring weighing food. I don't know if you do that. I do because I'm uh, getting ready to compete. But yeah, um, no, that's really really cool. And then obviously you get back and you have your routine, but you built mm-hmm. that routine in because it's important to you. And um, we actually had a post yesterday that came out like the five things to do to. Uh, maintain consistency. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things is just to schedule it, right? Yeah. And to just have that schedule and to actually make that time, yep. which again, goes back to you, you know, not being happy with the night shift nursing and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And that, hundred percent. We keep talking about it, but that's how you become successful. Is you've just gotta stop making excuses, make a plan, develop those habits, and stick to it over the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you, Jordan? Now that you're back from your pee break, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, what was the question?
0: <laughs> <laughs> how do you manage your training, nutrition, like uh, with everything that you do, right? Because you you have you have a um, you have a powerlifting competition you're getting ready for. Remember we talked yeah. about it on the last podcast. So, so how do you manage all that? Time
2: management. I have a planner that goes in 30 minute, 30 minute increments. So like in normal life, when the gym's going, um, all my sessions are scheduled ahead of time. I try to block off times for like meals, walks, whatever the case is. Chances are that doesn't really work out the way I want it to like by the hour. Cause like people coming in or people yeah, get just talking a to me, behind, whatever the case there. is. So, like when it comes to nutrition, when I'm like really, Quote unquote, like on point. It's like I know what I'm going to have throughout that whole day, that like ahead of time, and I just make sure I get it in from morning to night. Yeah. Um, so, like, general rules would be like hour and a half before training, make sure I get a meal. And I own my own gym, so I can eat whatever I want. If I'm in a training session, I'll eat. Like, if they don't like it, fuck them. They can fire bad. me. Yeah. You don't have to be your coach. Yeah. yeah. So I do whatever I yeah. want. Um, yeah. And then if I like go out to eat, I know what I'm going to eat ahead of time because. Menus are online, so you just plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, training, trying to have a certain time blocked off, sometimes a little late, you have to move it around based on certain things. And self admittedly, sometimes I just get lazy and like, I'm gonna go and take a nap, move my training to six hours later. Mm-hmm. But usually that benefits the training session because right. if I feel that shitty that early in the day, because I start at five in the morning, mm-hmm. and by the time I'm done with my training sessions, usually it is like a mental nap time. But sometimes I have to skip it and train. Sometimes I can take it and train later.
0: Mm-hmm. And by training sessions, you mean the ones you're training your clients Yes. With? So mm-hmm. you're up at 5 a.m. in your gym training clients? Yeah, I walk in the door Normal. at 4.45. Yeah. yeah, okay. No, that makes sense. And that uh, I like a lot of a lot of things of what you said is, like, number one, you schedule out 30-minute blocks for your whole day, like for mm-hmm. productivity, right? So, like, whether it's a gym thing you need to do for the business, go on your 30-minute walk, take your daughter somewhere, whatever mm-hmm. it is you schedule all that out, even though you might not be on schedule all day, you still have all the tasks you need it to do to and you know yeah. how long they're gonna take you to do them generally. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can knock all of that out. And then the other thing I like that you uh, said too is, and this is kind of where I'm finally getting to um, in my life is that, like, what we want to do isn't necessarily what matters. Meaning that, for oh, me, yeah. I'd prefer to wake yeah. up at 7 a.m., eat a really big breakfast, take a shower, go train, and then go to work. Mm-hmm. But that's not the way life is, yeah. right? So, so. like,
2: <laughs> her and I, one of her 18 methods of communication is on Snapchat. <laughs> yes. And, like, I'm at work for four fucking hours already, and she's, like, Snapchatting me a picture of coffee and beef and rice like for breakfast from her couch I'm like, yeah like
1: 9 a.m that would be so, <laughs> awesome. yeah, would be so great <laughs> it's like
2: i've eaten twice i've been pissed off three times already but yeah, yeah good job Well <laughs> no, that's but it. like nothing against her because if you go back to what she said earlier she set her life up for that mm-hmm. and then it's we can that do way. that like i could do that too but i'm also one of those people that's like i don't like turn away like money i guess yeah and then at the same time it's not even just the money like the clients at the gym and all that they kind of like rely on you for the session so it's hard for me to say no and be like hey yeah like, and most of these people wanna... work and yeah exactly so they
1: want to train before yeah. work yeah. and I mean
0: that's I'm why that's like, why we're in this industry to help mm-hmm.
1: people
2: right someone ai I don't want to say the word slave but yeah like slave to other people by that's how I function I think and if it were just me, I well, I think probably the, be a I lot think more what we're organized. Looking for is like
0: uh, you're serving other people because yeah. it's more like you can at least for me, I can make myself do things I don't want to do in service of yeah. others for mm-hmm. a greater cause right. rather than just for myself, right? So yep. it's like, for example, last night. Um, you know, my current protocol, I need to get 30 minutes of cardio in a day and Mm -hmm. 10,000 steps. And uh, yesterday was leg training. We start at 7am here on Mondays. And so you know, there's no training before work because it's so early for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm here seven to three, and then I drive to uh, amp to get in my training session. I get home at 530. I have three dogs that need to go for a walk and I only have 4000 steps in. Yeah. And it's 5.30 at night and getting dark already. Yeah. And I still haven't eaten after my training session. And I'm like, fuck. Gotta well. wake up or <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I just yeah. got to take care of my dogs. <laughs> but that's the other aspect, yeah. I mean, too. Think about like, it. When well, yeah. you wake up,
2: and I think I figured out one average pace, 10-minute walk for me is about 1,500 steps. So, that's like, fair. let's say you do three of those throughout the day. That's 4,500 right there. Mm-hmm. yeah so you that's break hard it, hard it up that's what you would do but like just, yeah, no, no, but that's he's why, really good at math
1: No, that's why we're talking <laughs> about, that's
2: why <laughs> we're having kind have of these math. conversations yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah no I can break you're right like I can to break them up, up throughout the day mm-hmm. and that's um, kind of like what I was trying to get to too is like trying to figure out our schedules and you know it's not just that we all have it figured out all the time but we're all just trying to make do with what we have mm-hmm. and then also that's why i really am grateful to have you two uh in in my life and on the podcast and stuff too just have like-minded people who are like hey bro like you either got to wake up earlier or you can do t- like 10 minute walks throughout the day mm-hmm. you don't have to <laughs> fucking stress yourself out with yeah trying to get ten thousand steps and so 30 minutes the of the day,
2: especially that schedule you laid out yeah you don't really start anything in that part of your life until after work right yeah. it's like you leave at three then you gotta train cardio dogs and ten thousand steps that's a lot yeah. like that's, that's a lot, lot to fit in From before 10, to o'clock to 10 o'clock yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: yeah no exactly and then yeah. like yesterday i was feeling i was just like i was like in i wouldn't say anxious but i was just like very um high strung mm-hmm. in getting shit done because i was just as soon as i got out of here i'm like i gotta fucking drive fast as i can to the gym and then yeah cross my session yeah. well, that's my another home. thing
2: do we live in you live well you live in sarasota Track. Like, yeah, traffic. traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, traffic I can drive 10 thing, minutes yeah. up the road and be good.
0: Here, 10 minutes up the road is like three stoplights sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, 100%. Yeah. And uh, that's honestly something I'll probably start doing today. Um, although, today is my cardio only day, so I think I'm like...
1: Oh, so that works out. I'm at a
0: lot of steps already. Because cool. I woke up <laughs>
1: and
0: Yeah, I'm at 6K. <laughs> good. So we're good. And it's 1140, yeah. and we've been re- sitting down recording for 40 minutes. So yeah. that's not too bad. No. Um Thanks for calling me out on my shit. Any other advice well, you
2: got? I wasn't votes? calling you out; I was
0: just offering a solution.
1: But no, like that's <laughs> no,
0: but that's well, but that's like I call I consider it calling me out, like because yeah. you you could have not said anything. Yeah, yeah I guess. right. You could have just listened to me and sat there and been like, "Oh yeah, cool." Well, thought
1: it in your head instead, yeah. or just be like, "Oh yeah, man, I
2: understand. Life's so busy."
3: And that's,
0: that, <laughs> yeah, and that goes back to, to what the up. beginning. Exactly, that's the beginning of the podcast, where it's yeah. like so many people just accept mediocrity in life the way that it is because they think that that's just the way that it needs to be. Right. And then conversely too, a lot of people, when you say what you said to me would be like, well, fuck you, dude, I'm doing the best I can. Like I'm doing my cardio at night and I'm not changing it. Right. Whereas like, you know, with me and the, not just me, but the mindset that's going to make people successful is, Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I could kind of do that. You're Mm -hmm. right. And then that goes back to you with the night shift. Your friend was like, you don't have to necessarily work night shift. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And really when people kind of come up with like proposed solutions like that, they're not like trying to tell you what to do or like, I fucking hate when people say to me these words, what you should do. I don't know why I hate that so much, but I do. So i don't work things like that but i'll try to lay it out like that to make their life like easier because mm-hmm. like what i just said to you like really if you take a step back and look at it from a whole like from wake up to like going to bed it's mm-hmm. probably a lot less stressful on you yeah like you're sitting here all day like shit. i got so much to do at three o'clock and right you get in your car get stuck in traffic all of a sudden it's 4 30 by the time we get to amped then you got to take a shed or something before you work out, warm up, and then it's like 5.15. Yeah. And then you're like, God damn, my dogs, what if it rains? Like, yeah. There's yeah, no, a lot to, lot to go in, so...
0: Yeah, hundred no, percent. And that's what made me say like how it was just like super high strung like, yeah. all day after work yesterday because all that shit's in my head while yeah. I'm training and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I got in one of the best training sessions I've ever had. But that doesn't mean that my mind wasn't going in circles in between yeah. sets. And yeah. I had to take time to refocus myself before getting another set in. Mm-hmm. And, real quick, too, that's I think somewhere where a lot of people go wrong with training is that they don't actually focus on mm-hmm. what they're doing. Like, they're just kind of going through the motions. Do oh, you guys do. experience that at all with clients? So,
3: yeah,
2: I, even though I am guilty of it sometimes, especially more of like during phases of my training where I'm not like, in prep and prep or whatever even yeah. though that should not be an excuse i should always have some sort of like locked in mindset during training
1: mm-hmm.
2: people on their fucking phones like scrolling through facebook in between every set like, i can't stand that so like if someone is getting ready for like which is speaking power lifting terms let's say they're in meat prep yeah, five I mean, you guys are both yeah. Mm-hmm. like yesterday she's doing what your top double and whatever we discussed mm-hmm. yep. like i doubt she's sitting on her phone before a pr double scrolling through fucking Facebook, looking at onion articles. Nope. You know what I mean? I pace.
1: I just pace around the gym. I don't
2: hold the phone. Because, like, how, even if you're physically capable of doing it, it's not going to feel as good or be as confidence-boosting as if you're, like, focused on the set. Right. Like, it's just the distractions. Or take the phone out of the equation. And, like, this is another pet peeve. Everyone's training together, which I love when people train together. But, like, if your set's up and all you hear is people, like, talking about something unrelated, Mm -hmm. it's just so goddamn annoying
0: yeah so that's something i need to get better at in general because i will look around the gym and see people fucking off and just get mad and i'm just like why am i here with you like i want a place where people actually fucking focus and train see like
2: i don't get like mad at especially if it's like i know i need to work on that so it's like like but it helps my train yeah
1: exactly you you can you can bring those emotions into your training exactly yes
2: Like I coach other people and I see them at the gym all the time. If I'm not with them at the time, and I'm just thinking to myself like, there's just little things they could do to make things like more efficient their training session. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when people go, like, oh, "I couldn't finish my workout; it took too long." I'm like, "Dude, you fucking
1: superset!" I that, Super superset. Yeah, I absolutely. Get off
2: goddamn phone. That.
1: Yep. That's, I mean, that's what I do. Like, um, like last night's training session, it took longer. I, or it, Sometimes they feel like they take longer, but it's actually the same amount of time that you're usually there for.
0: I think on those, you're just more present. Uh, yeah. At least that's how it was for me yesterday because I finished my leg workout. It was only, it was an hour and 10 minutes, which is what it usually is. Yeah. And I felt like it was the longest workout of my life.
1: Right. But yeah. Would, but it's the I same amount focus. of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it just felt like everything was taking so long last night. So I just started supersetting my accessories, which which are okay. It's It was like the last three exercises of the day. So it's like Bulgarian split squats, barbell RDLs, and back extensions. And I'm just trying to blow through it because I'm done. I'm done with the day. Like I've mentally checked out at that point. So yeah. I can either mentally check out and leave. Or I can get my fucking work done done. and still be mentally checked out. But at least I've gotten it done. You know, that's that's better than not doing it at all.
0: So, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Um, no, and I like that mindset because you're right. A lot of people would just leave the gym. And just mm-hmm. be like, all right, I'm, I'm done. done. Or shit, I only got 10 minutes left, and five exercises. There's no way I'm gonna finish all five. So like, why don't I just yeah, do one can't. and then go home? Oh, no, just, yeah. just just and do there's them just. There's all just a lot of negotiating thing. with your. <laughs> um, who I guess Baderus uh one of the guy who's uh, motivational speaker, but he says a lot of the times that. Uh, to not negotiate with your inner bitch, right? Mm -hmm. Because your inner bitch is the one that's like, no, let's go home, we're tired. Yeah. You know, so just not being able to uh, negotiate and to keep pushing forward is what sets people apart. Mm -hmm. Um, Any other tips and tricks that you guys have? Like, what are some... um, I guess because uh, we've been recording for about 45 minutes, so we can uh, leave everybody with one last little nugget. What's one thing that you guys uh, have incorporated into your lives that you feel as though could be a benefit to other people? You know, whether it's like helping you stay with your schedules, nutrition, mindset, like uh, words of advice, whatever it is.
1: Oh, that's big. I think you have to get yourself an accountability buddy. I was going to say,
0: get a best friend. <laughs> <laughs> like you yeah.
1: do. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
2: We know, she knows more when I'm, like, not doing well. Mm -hmm. She always does pretty damn well. I don't.
1: I don't know. I'm lazy at at times, too. (laughs) And I'll tell him. I'm like, man, like, I have not been, like, on my shit. Um, I'll get, like, like a a paragraph text. Yeah, like, like, (laughs) I've not been on my shit. Like, I just want to lay on the couch and be a sloth. Like, I don't feel like doing anything. And, like, I'll probably do that for a day, you know? If you want to sulk around for a day, fucking fine. Do it. Um, get it out of your system, but then tomorrow's a new day and you're not going to be a bitch anymore. So that's when I basically rely on him. I'm like, you know, I'll send him a Snapchat of my walks. I'll send him a Snapchat of my foods. Like, this is me getting back on routine. Mm -hmm. So, and he does that uh, to me as well. Like, send me a Snapchat of your walks. Like, okay, I'm really behind in steps today. I'm going to go walk this mile and a half, you know.
2: It's funny about this is we have no, like actual obligation to each other is like training. Like we don't coach each other, we just bounce ideas off of each other. Yeah. You just like like the way she's speaking, it's like, oh, we coach each other. But like really we just make sure we do what we're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. It's exactly yep.
1: He's he's my training partner that we don't train together every day. (laughs) So You know. no, i mean
0: he's a friend mm-hmm. right? that's really yeah. in my mind that's like that's what a good friend is there for yeah. is somebody where you can do that stuff with someone that's going to tell you the truth and uh help hold you accountable and that's honestly been something that i've never had in my life um which i'm not like nobody feel bad um but that's <laughs> why I'm, I'm the way i am today because um, i've not had anyone to hold me accountable other than me and yeah. um Honestly, that's a large part of the reason why I love my dogs so much. Um, as silly as it is, before I got them, I was a complete animal. Like, yeah. I was aggressive. I was angry. Um, I could not control my emotions. I did not want to work or provide. But then I got my first girl, uh, Eleanor. She's seven now.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: we were home uh, for the first time. And I would walked in, and she was, uh, like, eating my socks. And I started <laughs> screaming at her. Oh. And she literally started shaking and pissed herself. Oh. And I'm like... Wow. Yeah. You are fucking asshole bro. yeah Call him Peter exactly. <laughs> well I mean it's like and then that was that oh shit moment for me of like hey dude like that's not cool Like mm-hmm. you need to control yourself because your actions have consequences and although I didn't have people like you in my life to be like hey dude what the fuck's wrong with you like right. my dogs changed everything for me because that's who I decided to become that person for and mm-hmm. then that translates out into everyday life here so that's why my dogs mean so much to me because yeah. they're not just like pets for me they are as silly as it is is they taught me how to be who I am today oh, without totally. actually saying anything
1: to me. that's more, the same really thing cool. same thing with like me and horses like I started riding horses and when your I was daughter like four too, probably, right? yeah, yeah like animals and little people think
0: about how much you had to learn yeah, to be your dad because you like me as a kid like I favorite, love your daughter but like I, I hear little kids scream and I'm just like yeah. oh my god how do you deal with that
1: <laughs> yeah didn't you Did you didn't like kids before peanut right
2: I like kids. I just didn't really ever want one of my own. All right. You know, I never, it was like total accident, but. Yeah. Yeah. But Happy like, accident. Yep. Yeah. Happy But accidents. like, I mean, we're all accidents, I think. Yeah. majority of time. <laughs> but, <like, laughs> but yeah, like. Cockroaches <laughs> on a rock in space. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the way I see it with her is just like, she's just a person. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. They're going to have little bitch fits and stuff and they don't know better and they will know better. And I'm a pretty patient person. I think, overall. Yeah, Some things are I'm very impatient, but I think overall I'm pretty patient. And I think that's what helps me.
0: Mm-hmm. I think the things you're impatient about are your, is your own shit, probably. Yes. Like your own goals and holding yourself accountable yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I'm the same way. It's mm-hmm. like, because with clients, I'm like, uh, like Monet, you know, I'm training Monet. I'm like, you know, it's going to take time. Like, you're yeah. doing the right thing. Just mm-hmm. let's build the habits. But then for me, like with my coach, I didn't lose, uh, I didn't drop weight in like five days. And so yeah. yesterday I'm like, bro, what the fuck's going on? Like, do I need to do more cardio? No, and just he's like, five no, days. just follow the plan. Right? <laughs> and then today I wake up two pounds lighter than yesterday. Yeah. He's like, fucking told you so. Yeah. <laughs> There's
2: that meme of the guy like hitting this car seat or whatever, like, in the captions uh, when you tell other people like bad training sessions are part of it it's going to be okay when it happens to you like yeah like that's you going to blow me. up yeah like, yeah, right totally. like, yeah it's okay like if shit happens whatever and I have one bad workout and I'm just a fucking asshole right? <laughs> yeah you were talking about horses talking about your horses
1: oh yeah. just I was just yeah, saying like dogs, horses. horses animals little people they teach what? you yeah no they oh, teach you well, how to I be patient was, I they about midgets they do. no <laughs> they the children <laughs> they just, they just, Little
0: people.
2: No offense to any little, little
1: people, adults.
0: Little, <laughs> little adults. adults. My love is saying that. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's so you
0: guys are cool. It doesn't matter. There's an explicit button when I publish this so <laughs> Yeah.
2: We don't
1: have to worry. <laughs> no. Um, but, yeah, you know, they, they teach you how to become more patient. They teach you how to become more responsible because now you have to be responsible for something other than yourself.
0: True. Well, and so. something that literally can't take care of itself at all. Right. Like, that's kind of what, it, what, what got it for me is like this thing is literally like completely dependent on me as a person
3: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so like I can't be a piece of shit because it will literally die yep and that's that's what made me change and I mean that's the only thing that has ever made me change in my life like I could probably spend three podcasts going over all the mistakes I made. Yeah, but, sure. Um, well, you know that's sure. how that's how we learn, right? No, you're just a perfect person. George okay. no, is <laughs> perfect. Um, anything else we want to leave our listeners with before we wrap well, up today?
2: Let's talk about Ale- like Alexis and her training. She's doing yeah. a meet in four and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. The meet I'm holding. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Talk about your training. she's so doing Are we she's talking very, are we
0: more about you and the me meat? No, no, not me. I'm just, Jordan doesn't want to talk about him no, anymore. No, she's <laughs> <I'm just, I'm laughs> doing. She's doing very yeah, good. No, so you uh, got like, queen. You got queen of the. Yeah, it, queen, the platform. Of the platform. queen of the platform. The
1: king and queen of the platform, which is Jordan's meat. Um, I mean, I
0: comment on your Instagram all the time. Yeah, lifting as much weight as you do, I'd honestly break under some of the weights. I'll well,
1: see, but you wouldn't. So (laughs) I hurt. I hurt my back. I do need to work immediately before this prep. Remember, I came in here freaking out. Yeah, Yeah, I came in here freaking out because I deadlifted 330 beltless, and I was like, okay, this shouldn't be an issue. Deadlifted 330, and everything in my spine, in my lower spine, just I I heard pop, pop, pop. It sounded like it like a zipper. You're just ripping open a zipper. I'm like, okay, well, whatever that sound is, is not good. That wasn't good. (laughs) And it was like significant pain, and I had, I was like short of breath because of this pain that I was experiencing. So I've never had an injury like that in powerlifting or in anything before, maybe except for falling off my horse and like landing on my tailbone because that's really painful too. But yeah, so, and the first thing I did for that was like, okay, I'm going to lay on the ground with my feet up on the wall because my adrenaline, it's a big adrenaline dump when you get injured like that.
3: Yeah, totally. Um, Your body's in fight or flight. Yeah, so so
1: you need to first calm yourself down and then figure out what ranges of motion you can get through with minimal pain. So that's what I did. So yeah, I went through that injury just before starting this prep. So I was like, you know, I don't know how this prep is going to go, but we're going to piece it together. And so far it's been going pretty great. Um, And I like, I've, I might've, I texted Trevor yesterday and about my goals like the mm-hmm. i want to hit like a 485 dots and, and he's is he still your coach mm-hmm. yeah. trevor's trevor's coaching me through this um I, I texted him like i have a goal of hitting at 485 dots at 160 body weight um so that would be like a 1080 total and here's the breakdown of all the lifts that i want to hit for it and i think he i i don't know if he's trying to um he was like oh you definitely have a 380 squat plus i'm like All right, cool. I'm like, but I want 402. (laughs) So I don't know if he uh, wants to keep my inflated head less inflated at this point in time or if he thinks my goals might be too lofty, but I would say rather aim high, you know, I'm, all, it, I'm for
0: that, you know, yeah. it's it's aim high. One of the two, because it, yeah. Like, but just, also, I'm not too versed on powerlifting, so yeah. it's like I don't right. know how high is too high to aim for. But I am all about that concept. So it's so better
1: like, that better to aim high than sandbag. And I'm yeah. usually known for sandbagging mm-hmm. <laughs> in like, my training. I know her
2: pretty well in her lifting, and I would say objectively, like the goals she talked about with me the other day. They're in, like, the high end of reachable, but I still think definitely doable.
1: Yeah. Especially with how things are going well,
2: right you now. We still got six right. weeks, right?
3: Yeah. yeah. Or five. No,
1: five. Five weeks. We're, we're in the, we're in the yeah, five. December, Next there's week, not much left to do. But. Yeah. There's not much left to build on because my strength has already been built. But Hammer for, Technique... For me,
0: since I don't know, maybe our listeners do, can you take us through, like, what you mean with the phases of prepping for a powerlifting? Meet?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Uh,
0: like, just to say, talk more about what you're doing. I would
1: say, like, the beginning beginning of meat prep is, is more of, like, your strength block. Um, That's where you build the strength. Yeah, yeah, and in the months before that as well. Um, you build your strength, you modify technique, you hammer in technique, um, you do accessories to keep your body happy, uh, all, all of that. So when it comes to meat prep time, it becomes a lot more specific. So not that in the off season I do a bunch of not specific things but i'm um, squatting specifically with a straight bar deadlifting with a deadlift bar
0: you're using the right benching schools.
1: yeah mm-hmm. it's 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 pretty specific um and i'm building strength in the ranges of like five four three two one rep ranges mm-hmm. bench a little bit higher you can go upwards of like six to eight it's
2: not that's taxing
1: yeah gotcha yeah um but yeah, so now that we're in peak, um, the volume in totality is a little bit less because the intensity is that much higher. Um, so you're and, lifting
0: heavier right. with less
1: volume. And you know? I'm actually pretty surprised at myself for still making it through like doubles and triples <laughs> right now, too, being five and four weeks out. Yeah. Um, because usually I'm only good for like one rep. <laughs> well,
0: why does that? Why does that matter?
3: The closer
1: you get to a meet,
3: you're fucking tired.
1: Yeah, you you get tired. So so the, the volume needs. Yeah yeah, uh, the intensity goes up. Like you're you're not going to be able to. Most people are not going to be able to hit more than one rep at a hundred percent, and then do back down sets at like ninety five percent for <laughs> for a couple mm-hmm. reps. Like mm-hmm. you can't sustain that for that long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially
2: the stronger you are. Yeah. Like just a. Like a lot of the lifters I have, they're more novices. So, like, when we're in like four weeks out, I could still have them do like multiple sets because they don't get burnt out as easy. Right. But, like, someone with Alexa's experience, like, bring down the sets a lot. Like, I still have people do like eight working sets right now, but I always know. like sub max, just like to practice. Yeah. Because a lot of them need that practice still, like, just to keep that confidence up. Just like the practice but of the, uh, the lift of, in itself.
1: Of the skill. Yeah. Yeah. But because once it's you get a to skill. a certain point, yeah. like, mm-hmm.
2: When you're doing peak like if you're coaching somebody well i'm not writing much on their sheet at all but then because you take away so much of their accessory work
0: and volume right you know i dig that and that's actually something i can relate to you guys a lot about as well as um, although i'm a bodybuilder what i love the most about training is just perfecting the movements mm-hmm. and so uh, with my coach i actually although he didn't want to do it, I have him filled in a squat bench and deadlift day because mm-hmm. I still believe they're the most foundational movements and I should do them. I enjoy doing them and I like getting better at them. Mm-hmm. Granted, I'm not going to be a power lifter and try to lift as much as I can just because mm-hmm. that's not necessarily my thing, but I yeah. do a hundred percent agree and understand with trying to improve that lift and just like that motivation behind it and how good mm-hmm. it feels. Cause, uh, yesterday when I was squatting, I, um, was uh talking in front of me like, it was the best squat i ever had in my life yesterday like mm-hmm. my squats just felt. i you guys know what it's like like i mm-hmm. couldn't even explain it it was just I yeah felt like I it was, was just there nine. yeah it <laughs> yeah. you last night yes yeah. it was, was last
1: night <laughs> it was like, like
0: it's the first time i ever squatted in my whole life
1: yeah. Most. Um, yeah
0: so it's just really cool and that's kind of what you're saying like now basically what where you get to now when you're training is the volume is really high it's hard to do these things but really the main focus is just getting the movements down and, like, Mm. training with the right equipment and perfecting what you're doing.
1: Yeah. Well, the the intensity is high. The volume is low. But, yeah, we're really just specific in maintaining that skill. Yeah. And um, performing the movement, executing, basically, is what it comes down to. But, yeah, like you said, with his more novice lifters, and I have the same thing. Like, we all have different ranges. Like, um, one of my athletes, Chris, who... I'm very very sad about. He actually just got injured. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So, but he's he's a really good squatter. Like, he can um, like he's he's a bigger boy. What is Chris? 275. Could you imagine? Yeah, <laughs> All right, 2 but somewhere between 275 and 200. uh, 300. <laughs> so, but It'd you be- know you can pretty much give him like. 700 pounds put it put 700 pounds on his back and he can squat at any time so I don't need to give him a whole bunch of squats because he is very technically proficient in squats he's good at, yes. he's yeah. good at it he doesn't need to know so anything more about the his squats yeah so we're just as well yep so basically for his prep all I have to do is just progressively load his intensity so that way his mind and his body is prepared for the weight that he's going to lift on the platform he doesn't need a bunch of reps
0: that's funny that you say the mind-body is prepared because that was the next thing I was going to ask you guys mm-hmm. is how much does mindset come into getting lift?
1: hundred percent. Like confidence building yeah. is big for a lot of people. Very. Because oh, there's
0: people. always – there's a lot
2: of doubt like that comes up before the lift, like weeks before the lift, months before the lift. But then at a certain point, like it just needs to go away. Like yeah. I understand you can be nervous and stuff, but like you can't approach a bar like scared. Mm-hmm. I mean –
1: there's a level of fear. Yeah. Like, if you're not a little bit scared of it, is it really, like, heavy, heavy enough? Re- yeah. <laughs> That's what doing, they yeah. say. Are you
0: doing what you're supposed yeah. to do? Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, sometimes you have goals that, like, you almost don't want to, like, admit to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like a good example. Like, uh, was that last year? The showdown? 2021? Was it 2021 or 2020?
1: 2021.
2: 2021. Mm-hmm. So she came with me to Missouri, mm-hmm. and I've had, like, this fucking seven-year goal of breaking the squat record the 220 record mm-hmm. and then like i never really told anyone because it seemed like pretty big for me because it was like down a weight class 22 pounds over pr i'm hurt all the time mm-hmm. she's in my hotel room we're like cooking beef for me for the week and all that mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and she's like she's there to like help me out she's like so what do you want to do with this meat? like fuck it like i don't want to tell her because like i don't want to <laughs> think like okay that's a little You're high crazy dude yeah. yeah so like i'm like all right well like i think i use the terminology if, like, I used the word if and all that. And I said, like, we got to go 826 on the third. And then, like, I'm saying, you know what? Like, we're just going to do it because I'm going to do it. And I think, like, that, for some reason, like, built my confidence, like, big time. Just, mm-hmm. like, telling her I was going to do it. Yep. And I did it. Just gonna get yep. <laughs> and, I
3: did <laughs> and you it. did it. But, yeah. like,
2: if you objectively looked at it from, like, her point of view,
3: mm-hmm.
2: like, probably not going to happen. Like, my best squad that trains training cycle was 785, 44-pound jump, or 41 pound jump actually from that.
1: I mean, it sounds crazy, but yeah, if it, anybody can do it, it's like you. Yeah. <laughs> then, like, I believe in but, you. <laughs> but at
2: the same time, like she knows the inconsistencies at times of like my lifestyle and right. stuff, and it wasn't always the best at that time with mm-hmm. like still a lot of factors, yes. which is not outside factors, of my own, just being lazy with like nutrition. Don't sleep at all. Like, yeah, sleep is hard. Yeah. So, like, I don't consistently have the best habits outside of the gym. Well, yeah, we did it. Yep. No pun intended. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah. do
1: it again.
2: Yeah. So that was like a big thing, like the whole mental factor there. And then I see a lot of that with lifters that I because they're so new. Like you expect them to be timid. Like I'll always use like in terms of like nerves, like Tiffany. We both know mm-hmm. Tiffany. She's a mm-hmm. very strong girl and so unsure of herself like every workout. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to meet day, I don't i think she's messed up once out of three meets like one missed attempt on depth or some shit like that yeah and like a press call like but well she always does what she has to do and like i think like with that it's just getting over that fear on that one specific day mm-hmm. and then just boosting the confidence and then you have people that are a little too overconfident where they go into meets like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this
1: which is usually the boys
2: Which is usually the boy, always the boys. Yes. And
1: then like three (laughs) weeks
2: comes out, and they're like, "Oh man, like I'm really weak right now." (laughs) Like, well, yeah. When you're like talking all this shit about doing X, but yeah, you know where we go with this. Yeah. They kind of run themselves into the ground training. Like Mm -hmm. they train too hard or too much, and then when not
0: following the plan or
2: um
1: overexceeding it overexceeding I think yeah
2: and like I'm I'm guilty of this too with people. So like I have like i don't use the word clients i feel like everyone i work with are like my friends right Mm -hmm. so like my friend eugene very good lifter like he was just a gym rat his whole life shows up to the first powerlifting i ever put on and i'm like oh man like i hope he does good because i didn't know him that well yet he came over my house during covid Mm -hmm. he did great total like fifteen fifty or something which Mm -hmm. is a really good total with no experience right then he hires me we work together for like six months he gets to like 17 something Mm -hmm. and then this past june he set a goal of going to like eighteen fifty from like a seventeen hundred pound total, and I'm like, "All right, dude. Like, I didn't I tell that's him. Yeah, that's a lot. Right? Yeah, that's it's an lot. extra hundred and fifty. Yeah, like, it's, it's big. It's it's a hundred fifty pound total for a male that's that strong already is like a three year long process mm-hmm. or more. And he hits his last heavy bench in the gym, but misses it. And then, like, for some reason, he's like, "Hey, I want to do it again on Friday. I'm like, "Ah, oh, dude, I don't." But I didn't tell him no. I was, like, I was like, if you really think you can do it, and it's good for your confidence. Long story short, he got crushed by it, had a bad bench, bench at the meat, elbow was bothering him, didn't have the best meat. He says to me the other day, he's like, I'll never, like, he's like, that was the biggest lesson to me. Like, I'll never, like, try to overexceed things in the gym again.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And. I like yeah. that you're hitting on that because that's actually something that I was doing in bodybuilding for the longest mm-hmm. time. I uh, coached myself for, uh, for like the last three or four years. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was training too much. I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really fucking myself up because then I hired uh, Mark Loebliner. He's a uh, CEO of a company called MTS Nutrition.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he run, He helps run a um, company called Tiger Fitness where it's an okay. online oh, no. supplement yeah. site. You guys mm-hmm. know Tiger Fitness. So yep. he's, he's one of the head guys of Tiger Fitness as well. Um, and, you know, I'm getting ready for prep. I have a show in March now. And he came out with my training split. And I'm literally only training four days a week and
3: yeah. I've been say training. only <laughs> yeah only training. Training. Oh, four days
1: is a we've lot. only well, trained a, four days a week exactly for years <laughs> that's what I'm learning because yeah. I was training yeah. six days a week and so my seventh
0: much. day was cardio and he's uh-huh. like and he gave me my split and I'm like you? I don't know if I can do this he's like well, do you wanna be a bodybuilder and like Did you ask him if you could have like
2: now? an abs and calves day or some shit like that? <laughs> no, I asked so I asked
0: if I could do uh, like I asked if I could do like cardio and then like an ab workout. Yeah like as part of yeah, same like, concept. My yeah, because yeah. yeah. yeah, it's like in between. You should probably add the calves. And yeah, he was like he, he was like <laughs> he's like, What does the plan say? I'm like cardio only. He goes, Okay. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah.
2: all right. <laughs> like as a coach, it's all almost right. like you have to find that line of like not try to let your people be too happy with it. Yeah. Like, because they always want to do more, and then it's funny because the people that always want to do more are never consistent with that extra day they want to do. Yeah. Like a I could,
0: that. I could take my like, problem is I'm too consistent. <laughs> yeah. That's so like my roster of people is like sixty
2: plus lifters, and I could tell stories about every single one of them. So like I could go on forever, but like Tim Bauer, he's one. Like mm-hmm. every time he comes back to work, he's like, "Hey, like I'm gonna add a fifth day, do some upper back core shit, mobility stuff." fucker can't even get it for his fourth day yeah so, he's a busy guy with his job and stuff whatever like, right i've suggested like hey let's just go down to like three days a week and an optional fourth day and he like he never wants to hear it he's like no i'll yeah. definitely start getting it in but yeah so they run themselves down like mentally thinking they need to get all this work in yeah before like the even bare minimum starts because the bare minimum is good for a lot of people mm-hmm. yeah especially at a certain experience level like I tell her all the time like shit I
0: want to train three times a week yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've yeah. been absolutely loving it like mm-hmm. and the first the first couple uh, days I was like really doubting it and upset because I just I just take things very seriously like I want to get the best results and do the best I can and I'm like you know fuck if I'm only training four days a week now like I don't know if that can happen but what's crazy is that all my lifts over the four week, or so I've been I started October 15th it's Uh, 11-8 now so it hasn't even been Mm -hmm. a full month working with my coach I've lost uh, 13 pounds and uh, my bench squat and dead have all gone up 50 pounds
1: wow it's almost like your recovery got better <laughs> that's what I'm
0: saying. and I've grown it's, in size that's like good. my legs yeah. have gotten a quarter inch bigger Like, and I'm losing weight at the same time yep. too and it's just yeah. like fucking mind blowing yep. to me so a little rest essentially goes a long what I'm way. saying is like I'm a coach and I needed to have a coach tell me to oh, relax yeah. like I've heard people you know? say like well I coach people I like, I really need shit I'm like dude like it helps so much it really, that's
2: the thing I'm realizing yeah. like right now Train without like a coach, but I've been but speaking, too, yeah, speaking but... to multiple people about yeah. like programming. Like what do you think? Because yep. it's good to get that objective point of view because it's easy to add stuff you shouldn't add. When you write shit on paper for yourself, like your sheet gets like this long. Yeah, there's then, so many
1: things you can yeah. do, there's so many yeah. things you want to do. And then you get
2: like <laughs> quarter of the way down, like I'm really tired and I've been here an hour and a half. Already. Yeah,
1: because
2: yeah. you don't need all that junk volume. No, and
0: I'm guilty of that.
1: No, yeah, you love I'm love really
2: <laughs> of what I'm enjoying
0: too is Jesus just following the plan yeah. itself and not thinking yeah. like, cause yeah. the, that's the largest thing that it's done for me, um, is basically take an entire section mm-hmm. of shit that I have to worry about away from me yep. mm-hmm. and now I literally just execute yep. and I'm so much more relaxed now when I'm not working cause I'm not having to come up with all my training Your shit. plan. Yeah. hundred
3: yeah.
0: mm-hmm. um, well, percent. that's awesome. Anything else we want to, uh, chat about dudes? I don't
1: know. That pretty I'm much covers chats. it. Yeah. I'm gonna have to pee soon. Yeah. <laughs> I have to pee now. <laughs> Chat about your peas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, there's a lot we could keep going on about. But I know you keep looking at your computer. We're probably over a little bit. Yeah. No, I'm just oh. looking at it with the sound waves. Oh. We all laugh. <laughs> oh,
0: all <right>. Sound <laughs> waves are cool. Yeah.
1: yeah no, look, I so. see it. I'll show you.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, that's oh, exactly I why. I thought there was a timer or something. I'm like, oh, shit, I keep not talking. No. no. No, I'm just looking at the sound waves. I'm like, man, we're having good conversations. No, yeah. <laughs> all yeah, the but
1: overall, yeah. Like, so same with it. Like, we have multiple resources that we yeah. discuss training modalities and all that yeah, shit with because it's just better to learn from all these different people than yeah. to figure it out for yourself
2: there's one question you asked earlier about like things you did that were like best for you we kind of got into like the mindset part yeah but i think the best thing for me has been getting on track with like my nutrition mm-hmm. even if i still go through phases where like i'm not being very good with it i know what it's like to be on the other side and yeah. when i go to the other side things are so much better yeah so like she What's did better everything. everything you just feel better yeah. you train better he's much less, injured. <laughs> much less injured yeah i just wanted you to say it for yeah, everyone listening yeah. To so like day here. for example alexis did one of her not one of her like her first seminar type deal at my gym mm-hmm. and i remember saying to the girls at the end like if you guys wanted to stop paying me for three months i'll still program for you if you use that same money and hire a good nutrition coach because mm-hmm. that's where a lot of your i don't even want to say novice all your not all, a lot of your lifters don't do well with mm-hmm. because like they're like why am i not recovering why am i still like why do i still have this type of physique or whatever the case is and nine times out of ten it's your food mm-hmm. and like you kind of talk to them about it and then, like nutrition takes a lot of work so i can't just help everyone with it because yeah. it's like nutrition's. Nutrition's.
0: i'm a lot more skilled at nutrition than i am yeah Training pro or programming training. And it people. always comes
2: down to one thing, because I always reference the females at my gym because it's like 90% female, but it's mm-hmm. the damn protein. Yeah. Like, they think, like, eating oatmeal, salads, and yogurt is good enough. It's mm-hmm. like, nah, dude, do that shit, but add five ounces of meat right. to every meal you eat, and you're going to feel amazing.
1: And what's yeah. weird... It's like, Mari's a good example
2: there. Yeah. Like, she's been very on point with her nutrition, and strong uh, as shit. Yeah, she's strong. Is, she looks entirely different. Yeah.
1: And, and you know, you at first... At first, they were like, "Yeah, oh, like no, nothing's happening." Remember? Yeah, it was like first five. Well, from her point of view, yeah. right? She from her point of view, it was like the first five weeks, like, nothing's happening, nothing's happening, and then all of a sudden, boom! Because she stayed consistent through that yeah. nothing's happening time frame. Because you don't see her all the time. You yeah, her, I didn't like, see oh, her shit. all the time exactly, and then I saw her, and she looked like a totally different person. Like Would she and change her- nutrition? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was yep. Consistency. Consistency and nutrition. Okay. Yep.
0: like consistency yeah. and training and then yeah, she's always been consistent
1: her training, training. was
0: consistent um, yeah. just consistency with nutrition right as yeah,
2: yeah. Right. or like even goes out to eat all the time not all the time but goes out to eat or whatever social events mm-hmm. whatever we're doing like she tracks it too mm-hmm. and then yeah. very adherent to like her step count But all those little things just add up and then you look you zoom out over like 8 months like her body fat percentage went down I think like 9% or some yeah. shit and, and that's like significant months, yeah. and then added 2 or 3 pounds of muscle during the diet mm
0: mm-hmm. No, hundred percent. Right. That's what I work with my clients with nutrition. The first thing I get them to focus on is protein. And yeah. yeah.
2: So it's like, like I carbs heard you, and fats is like yeah. I think it was talking to her about Monet. I know we keep going back to her. Yeah. But like you mentioned, feeding her more, and have her even put on a little weight, and yeah. then you have something to pull from. Yeah. Exactly. So what I think a lot of people, in her point of view, like. She's going to hear this, but like she's in her, I think low forties or something. Right. Mm -hmm. So like from that generation of like quote unquote fitness and nutrition, all you hear about is like, you need to lose weight. You need to lose weight, do a lot of cardio, eat less, eating salads and shit. So they get stuck in that. Proteins, carbs, bad. Yeah. They get stuck in that weird, like mindset of eating little, and then you tell someone like that, Hey, I want you to like triple your food intake with quality foods but be consistent with it and don't eat a bunch of junk. Mm-hmm. And like, if they stick to it, the results are insane.
3: Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's
0: actually how, you know, you have a good nutrition coach too, mm-hmm. is if they start you out like I do, and that's not to like sell myself, but just so people listening, if you don't want to hire me, cool, but look yeah. for this in coach coaches yeah. to basically just flush your body with an insane amount of calories to mm-hmm. start out with. Cause most people under eat. Yeah. And consistency. Yeah.
2: So mm-hmm. like you say undereat. A lot of people under eat, but then they overeat four days out of the week. Yep. So like they never get that set point of knowing where to pull from. Mhm. And that's right. the problem with a lot of well, these. Well then so their like body
0: people. doesn't ever uh, stabilize. Right. Exactly. Because you're not eating the same amount every day. And so your mm-hmm. body's going through this yo yo metabolism yeah. effect of, hey, some days we're overfed, some days we're underfed, so you know what? We don't know what the fuck's going on, so we're just gonna hold Save on to it all of this. So fat do you have a problem with people like
2: Do you train a lot of, like, more general population type people or, like, athletes? Uh, It's, like, 50-50 right now. It's, like, the Gen Pop people. Do you have trouble getting them to adhere to those, like, Saturdays and Sundays? Like, like they do good and then fall off, and then they still never see those results because, like, people say it's extreme, but, like, I think for a certain period of time, you need to do, like, at least 95% adherence to like a diet for like two months to really know if
0: it's working mm-hmm. I was you've got to be able to pull from stuff yeah The i guess the determining factor is whether or not they have kids uh mm. for how difficult mm. it is that, on the
1: weekends well that depends well, like kids uh, as in a family yeah. so jennifer how old they are. jennifer has a family of like soccer she's got like five and, you know, kids sports, yeah. that, so she has to feed all of them up. Yeah. You know, you have to cook for all of them. Okay, so how are you going to cook for all of them and also yourself? Like, the easiest way to do that is just to cook for everybody. Yeah. So then you have to track that meal that you made yeah. for everybody. Yeah. But it's that's also the like... Difficult part.
2: I don't know. Maybe I'm different. I know I'm different. Yes. Um, We're all but, a little different. But it's like, you know that's going to happen. And why not just... Let's say you're eating out or eating home with uh, that situation... You could have your own meal prep for that night. You don't have to eat the same shit as your kids. Well, right. that's what I work with with them. But yeah. I but
0: I let them make the mistake. Yeah, because that's how you change the habit yeah. and behavior. Because it's like is when they come otherwise in and they're it's like, like, "Hey, bro, I fucked up." Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't use I your
2: kids as like scapegoats so why are you eating fucking pizza right I mean, no, granted, that. I'll do Something that all the time you about on your podcast <laughs> like, you want to go get
1: ice cream peanut <laughs> yeah but
2: guess who doesn't eat the ice cream I know well both of us yes both <laughs> of you <laughs> because makes, she has like she five bites buy for, buy five dollar strawberry ice cream I don't want it anymore <laughs> <laughs> like, like alright I guess I'll leave <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah little shit yeah but, yeah, but yes
0: eliminating excuses
2: mm-hmm. yeah we're just preparing ahead of time Yep. And again, this is coming. This is like a stand-up, says like of a reformed hooker or something like that, that. Like preaches. Like I do that shit all the time. Or I say you shouldn't do, but then you like don't do it for a bit, and you realize the benefits of it, and then you right. start telling other people like, dude, you should do this. You yeah. should do this. Like. Yeah. Appreciate the choir here because it helps.
0: One
3: mm-hmm. like,
0: hundred yeah. and ten percent. And yeah, no weekends with clients is. Um, difficult but with kids it's a little bit more difficult and it's not necessarily um at least with my clients it's not that they're not uh, that they're overeating it's that they under eat on the weekends mm-hmm. because they're too focused on their family and yeah. then they don't hit their protein they don't hit their fats yeah. and then that fucks with yeah literally everything else where's like the opposite if i have a client who doesn't have a family they overeat mm-hmm. and yeah. that's why i'm like it really depends it's on like under
2: eating op- on the uh the quality foods but then they have that one meal out or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that makes
0: sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love about uh, the nutrition coaching and just coaching in general is like helping people develop those habits Mm -hmm. because what a lot of people don't get is that like all three of us, we weren't this way. Like we didn't just get here like overnight with a flick of a risk right. right we've right. developed skills and habits over a long period of time and stayed consistent and built on those to get to where we are with eating nutrition and all that and even yep. still like jordan you need you said to me on your podcast like you need a goal otherwise you're just gonna like oh it's yeah. kind of hard mean, for you to stay focused, oh yeah right? it's all
1: like, the time
2: yeah yeah she knows me well i wouldn't do shit if I yeah. yeah after every meet we have the same I'm like hey I'm just gonna like I'm gonna do the like body bodybuilding balance, and endurance and just have some fun yep. yeah and I'll have fun for like three weeks and be like hey um I need to sign up for another meet yeah because I'm gonna drink Even, all the beer anyway. yeah because <laughs> it's like it's find to meet 30 weeks out so I don't have to like kill myself yet yeah but like I still like alright well I can't just be fucking off if I have an actual meet inside mm-hmm. otherwise I'm
0: screwed Yeah, yeah, and I just I wanted to touch on that again too. Is like you know because we're just like everyone else, but then also like that's why a lot of people uh, don't do well in life because they don't actually set goals for themselves. They're just kind of going through motions of everyday life and. You know, they don't have that, I guess, higher purpose of like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm doing this because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, it's a lot easier for me in my mind to make sacrifices and do things that I don't want to do because I know the end goal of yes. where we want to go.
3: Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't
2: even have to be in fitness either. Like you could take someone that never works out in their life. Like they face the same challenges, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Like either mm-hmm. they're stagnant in their career or whatever the case is. 100%. Yeah. Like... Or if they're the type of person that's like, I need to move up, or I want to hit this promotion. Or if they're a business owner, I want to get my numbers here. Otherwise, they're just, what's that phrase? Uh, They're just stagnant. Stagnant or uh, spinning your wheels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, nobody wants to stay the same. And that's actually, um, that's part of what uh, was hard for me uh, a lot earlier on in my life is that I didn't really have any specific focus. Um, And a lot of that has to do with just, I I think the way I was... uh, brought up is just that like my whole family just is very centrally located they all live like right next to each other Mm -hmm. they all like the same things they all do the same things and I was never that way like my family always had to convince me to like do things with the family and stuff and you know so it's like just kind of getting into the place of where like hey these are the goals and this is the person I want to be and that has helped me to be this way because prior to that, um, I was, you know, doing a lot of stupid shit, but that's just cause I didn't have a focus. Right. I was like allowing the world to make me not feel good about not being a certain way. Meanwhile, I'm not taking any action to be the way that I want to be. And I think a lot of people get stuck in that of like, Hey, I've been conditioned to believe this I don't really believe it, but I'm also scared to be myself. And so it's like, how do you get to that point where it's like, no, you know what? I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to stop working night shift or Mm -hmm. I'm going to do powerlifting meet. Um, you know, I'm going to open a gym, all these things. Mm -hmm. And it's just having that mindset switch, um, setting that goal and then holding yourself to it. I think it's just knowing where you want to be.
1: Yep. definitely. Alexis,
2: what are you going to do when you're done powerlifting?
1: Right, I is? don't know. We're
0: not we are not there yet. There's no... no <laughs> don't make me think that. about that. How about you, Jordan? Oh, fuck.
2: I'd be fat as fuck. No. I will. <laughs> I will. So, I was actually just thinking about this. Like, body can only... T- I don't know if I'm the type of person that could want to keep competing if, like, my body keeps, like, deteriorating. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'd have to find something else. So, I think I would just probably put all my focus into, like, business or something like that yeah and then physically yeah. like probably not look that good
0: <laughs>
2: yes you
1: would no you would still want no, to be jacked
2: because
0: yeah. it's like for your business
2: right
1: yeah, yeah like, i guess yeah yeah you wouldn't get fat and lazy
0: well i mean look at all the you've been fat and lazy look, look already at most <laughs> <more> successful businesses <laughs> <I guess. laughs> they're in pretty good shape
3: yeah that's yeah. true yeah. but it's
2: very hard like for me like just going back like it's hard for me to stay consistent in the gym without like a purpose without, so like, I, a goal. I would have to find something to do athletically like yeah. I could go run a 5k or some shit like that but like I don't know man I just go where every other power lifter goes to die DJ Jitsu <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Like, I did that when I was 18. It was fun, so. Yeah. I so. totally agree with you, though, because it's, uh, bodybuilding's the only thing that I've been able to discipline myself for, other than my dogs.
2: Joe's been telling me to do a bodybuilding prep for, like, two years now. He's like, just take a break from powerlifting and do it. You'll come back way stronger. <sighs>
3: I'm
2: like, I understand that to an extent, but it's like, that takes a lot more. That's not a break. Like, if yeah. you truly do a bodybuilding, bodybuilding prep, well, That's a lot of stress. That's a lot more stress than powerlifting in yep. a different way. I yep. mean,
0: but... I love it. I need it just because that's like because well, you're of, a very yeah. structured person. That's how I I mm-hmm. need so, it to like, be that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why it works so well for me, and that's why like since uh, hiring uh, Mark, I've just really doubled down on my nutrition.
1: Yeah, look at that. See, you would yeah. be, you would just be more of a bodybuilder.
0: <laughs>
2: you
1: <laughs> wouldn't be getting fat. Caffeine, so we got, she, yeah. Leg bangs. She's looking at my
0: quads back there. Yeah. Here. yeah. Jordan, Jordan's flexing <laughs> for us right yeah. now. He's got, he got some forearm veins, too, I see. Oh, yep. yeah. You actually would be pretty diced up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I know what I'm
3: going to do
0: now. <laughs> I'm doing one in March. You should do with. No.
2: no. No. Probably <laughs> looking, me in March. Probably more important. Yeah, because I'm doing the Vice Meet, too. So,
0: yeah, one's yeah. the Vice Meet plug real quick. Oh, real yeah, for plug them. for Brandon. Because um, we're sponsoring that, I believe, by March 3rd? March 3rd, yeah. Yes.
2: So I'm doing uh, Ghost Clash in Miami, February 19th. Mm-hmm. Gonna take two weeks off and then just do another meet. Yep. And I'm only doing that because I like Brandon.
1: And he likes doing back-to-back meets all the time. I've only done that once. No, you always sign up for back-to-back meets. And not me. (laughs) Two
2: weeks. Okay, not two weeks apart though. Not 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 two weeks apart. uh,
0: Brandon from Barbell Vice.
2: yes Yes, He owns Barbell Vice. He looks like he's putting on a good meet. put on a good meet last time for his first one. And yeah, just I want to be able to sleep in my own bed before doing a meet. Although I'll probably get a hotel because it's still like an hour and a half away. Yeah. Probably not even, but I tell myself that
0: (laughs) that's fair. Um, that's awesome, dude. So, uh, we got about an hour and a half of content. So yeah. We'll wrap up for today, and awesome. then I'd love to have you guys back. She's now gotta that pee. We've, I got a pee. Look at her did. shake. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm like jiggling too. Yeah. That's part of it too. Yeah. Um, but I think this was a great first like panel discussion. Yeah. I'd love to have you guys back, where we actually have like topics that cool. we're going to discuss. Now that we've kind of everyone knows like who you guys are, mm-hmm. our chemistry, and then I feel like we can just have panel discussions on like yeah. certain things. You know, maybe come back once every couple weeks and and knock something out. So. Um, you can find Alexis. Where can, where can everyone find you? Alexis? What's uh, your, only fans. And all that it,
1: stuff? no only sorry, Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, Instagram is what's the at, Tinder handle? At Alexis <laughs> six, nine, underscore. Nine, six,
2: <laughs> all right. Sorry. You go. <laughs> at
1: Alexis <laughs> underscore Fay, F-A-Y-E underscore.
0: And then what's your coaching?
1: Um, Controlled chaos is my coaching brand. Um, and I do have a website which is linked on my Instagram. Um, or you can just DM me for more information.
0: And how about you, Jordan? Um, where can they find you? Oh, um, plug yourself. Same thing.
2: Instagram, um, Wong spin on words. I think I said that already in the last mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. And it'll be tagged on uh, the showcase and fitness Instagram, which I do a terrible job of keeping up with. Um, <laughs> Facebook, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I also do not have an OnlyFans. Um <laughs> that's how you find me. but us, one, six, we're gonna text the nine four one six six one, one. one. You know?
0: Um, no, it's good. And uh, guys, all these, uh, links will be tagged in the description below the episode. And if you guys have any topics that you want us to discuss, uh, feel free to DM Alexis or Jordan, or or me or the timeline sports performance, uh, Instagram account. Thanks for listening guys. And we look forward to hearing you back on another episode. Hey, real quick, before you go, I just wanted to say thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others by taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it to your story on Instagram by tagging at Tideline Sports Performance so we can repost it. And to stay up on all the latest from us, make sure you follow at Tideline Sports Performance on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. All right, guys, catch you next episode.